This episode of Sounds Like Sam is brought to you by BullseyeFantasyFootball.com. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sounds Like Sam. Uh, today I got Bills fan Manny on the inter- uh, interviewing him today, so it should be a good episode. We're going to talk uh, Bills football, first half of the, the podcast, then we're going to talk... Uh, a little bit of uh, fantasy football with uh, Manny's team, and right now he's currently sitting at seven and zero in one of the leagues I'm in with him, and uh, just talk some some start like who he'd rather start uh, at basically all the positions, and uh, should be a good should be a good show. So Manny, introduce yourself. Yeah, what's up? My name is Manny. Uh, glad to be back, Sam. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me again. I'm I'm glad to. Uh, um, I'm ready to uh, talk some some fantasy and, uh, and some Bills football. Um, it's been a while since I've been on, but you know, last time and every other time I've uh, had a blast. So you know, I'm, I'm pretty fired up. Let's do it. No, me too. It's it's good to have you back on the show. Manny is uh, a three P on the show, actually. Yeah, yeah. So uh, go if you haven't heard or any of the last episodes, they all in, entitled Bills football. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> go go back and listen. So. <laughs> It's it's good stuff. I actually have re-listened to them before, so it's good good times. Uh, but anyway, let, let's just start off uh, from from the top. Uh, questions about the Bills. So Bills just had their bye week, week seven. Uh, really had a, a interesting start of the season, I'd say. Uh, losing to the Steelers week one, and then losing really their uh, week six to the Titans. But other than that. Uh, going, I, I believe four and two, at the beginning of the season. As a Bills fan, Manny, how are you feeling about the way the Bills have played so far in their first six games this season? Uh, first six games, I feel like um, they kind of use those. They the team used those uh, first six games just to get the ball rolling. Uh, you know, when we uh, when we played your team, the Steelers, week one, uh, they looked a little rusty, and the defense looked solid. Uh, both both defenses, Steelers and the Buffalo defense, uh, they both look solid. Uh, but on the other side of the football, Josh didn't really, Josh Allen didn't really look too hot. Um, he was making some mistakes and he couldn't really move the ball. And um, I feel like uh, I feel like despite the uh, next few wins, you know, against Miami and Washington, he was still trying to he was tr- still trying to get his um, his uh, you know footing footing underneath him. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, just trying to get uh, you know his uh, trying to get comfortable during the season, and um, I feel like um, really the uh, the Kansas City game was a, was a turning point for the whole team, mm-hmm. uh, just because that was the first game that uh, you know they were just really clicking on all cylinders on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so Josh lit it up on the scoreboard, and the defense. Um, the defense looked looked amazing. So, um, you know, the next game, the next game, it was it was more of the same um, against Tennessee. But you know, they just had some some errors that cost them late in the game. And obviously, you know, they uh, they had a gutsy call in the end to go ahead and go for it, mm-hmm. uh, go for the win. Um, so overall, I think, uh, like I said, uh, they used those first uh, those first six games just to just to get ready for the next half of the season. And I feel like uh, the 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 next half, uh, they'll definitely be playing their uh, their best football, uh, the best football that we've seen, um, you know, from oh, those football. For sure. From the, from the 
past uh, from the past couple of years because I think, like I said, right right in, you know right in the Kansas City Tennessee games they just started to heat up and I think that's they're just going to keep the ball rolling throughout the rest of the season. I agree too, uh, and have, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to look at their schedule, but right now I have them winning. <laughs> Uh, nine of the or wait, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, nine of their last ten games of the season, yeah. because yeah. their schedule is amazing. They play in one of the, in my opinion, one of the worst divisions in the NFL. Uh, right now they, <laughs> next week, week eight, they play the Dolphins. Then they play the Jags, the Jets. Uh, gets a little bit st- st- uh, steeper with the Colts and the Saints. Then they move on. Uh, Patriots, who haven't been that great, uh, then play Bucks and Patriots, and then the last end the last three games with the Panthers, Falcons, and Jets. And I honestly have them winning nine of the ten games. Yeah. Uh, I think that the one loss will, or two losses might come to the Saints and the Bucks, but other than that, I think they're, they're going out really strong and they're gonna finish as one of the top teams in the NFL. Not that they weren't at one of the top teams in the NFL already, but I think this this is like gonna capitalize for them and really get get them in a good position for the playoffs. Uh, and then I was also gonna say uh, you brought up their defense has been playing really well, which they have been. And I've even noticed in fantasy they've been I think they're ranked number one in most fantasy leagues uh, in a lot of the categories just because uh, I think they just have a really good overall defense. They they drafted pretty well, obviously, but. Um, yeah, how do you how do you see them doing the second half of the season? Do, does what I said kind of? Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess do you have any disagreeing points with, with um, what I've said? Or I feel like uh, I feel like you took a a pretty modest approach to their second half of the season. Um, I definitely do think they can win. Um, I definitely do think they can win. Uh, the rest of the the rest of the remaining schedule that they have, um, other than um, like you said, the uh, only two real tough competitions, which are going to be against the world Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. However, um, I do think they can still beat those two teams and um, finish the season with only two losses on their record. Um, wow. But at the very, but at the very most, um, I only see them losing one more game. Um, and like you said. Um, it'll it'll likely either be to uh, New Orleans or Tampa Bay, and unless they unless they just have a really bad game, which I don't see this team um, having any uh, you know having any real real making any real uh, bad mistakes that would cost them any games um, in the near future. So um, I would think they I would think they only lose one more game um, from the. Uh, from the uh, from the rest the of the season. Yeah. yeah, I I can honestly see that too. Uh, what what about the the division rivals? I mean, I I feel like the Jets and uh, the what was the other team? The uh, the the Jag? No, not Jaguars. We um, got um, Patri- Miami. And oh, Miami. New, New Miami, New England. I, mm-hmm. I how tough do you think? It, uh, I don't. I feel like losing to the uh, or. The Patriots might be a tough opponent, but I, I mean, as I have even said, that I think that uh, they're gonna beat uh, that the Bills will beat the Patriots um, both times. But do you do you feel like uh, are you scared of the Patriots because they've they've had a decent defense 
But what are you thinking? Um, no, I'm not too scared of the Patriots. Um, I don't think the defense is solid. Uh, the defense is the defense is okay, but I don't think uh, they'll be able to stop the Bills' offense. And even then, um, the uh, uh, the uh, the Patriots' offense is it, it's it's not too good. Um, I don't really think Mac Jones is there yet. Mm-hmm. As far as being one of the better quarterbacks in the league, even in the division, um, they don't really have any weapons at receiver. Um, I think they'll just they'll likely just have to resort to running the ball, um, and uh, I don't think the the running game will work against the Bills. Uh, they pretty much have stopped uh, every team uh, that they've got against, aside from the Titans. So. Um, I think that's gonna that's gonna stay true with the uh, Patriots and every other team in the uh, in the division. We got the Dolphins next week. Uh, they already lit up the Dolphins. I think it was week two. Mm-hmm. So um, I think they I think they went out the division uh, for the second year in a row. Um, I don't really see any any real competition in the uh, in the AFC East at this point. No, I I, I yeah I could see that. It is a it is probably one of the the worst divisions besides maybe yeah. the uh, that one with the Titans and uh, Jags and Texans. Yeah, I, forget I what feel you like mean. I feel like every team is kind of like on the rebuild in the AFC East, uh, and then you have the Bills who you know they they already have their team uh, they're already established. Um, you know those other those other teams in the in the East are are still trying to figure it out. Uh, so that's why I think they'll probably just end up uh, sweeping the whole division. I like that answer. I like that. Uh, come from a true Bills fan. But uh, let's see. Uh, what was my next question? Uh, do you... Okay, here's my next question. Uh, do you like the way the Bills have been running the ball with Zach Moss and Devin Singletary? I guess Josh Allen too. <laughs> how, how do you yeah. feel about that? You know what? Um... Say that I like it, but I'd say that it's effective. And the reason that I the reason that I think it's effective is because uh, those two guys that you mentioned, Moss and Singletary, uh, you know, they're used in uh, they're used in two different roles. Uh, you got Moss, who's more the pass catcher, and the the guy that's gonna uh, the guy that's gonna probably come in. And uh, take the goal line, maybe little, yeah. Maybe be the goal line, maybe be a little more explosive. And uh, your and uh, and Singletary is going to be the more of the blocking, the blocking uh, running back. But then we also have Josh Allen, is uh, second on the team in, in rushing yards. So he's basically, you know, uh, he's basically the second running back uh, behind Singletary, you know, and himself. So um, those two guys are doing what they need to do. Uh, because I think uh, really the, the the offense is revolving around Josh Allen and what he feels like doing. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, I think those guys are getting their job done. Uh, we don't need them to. We don't at this point. The the scheme is not to have a running back that's gonna the Derrick Henry type that's gonna run for uh, you know 100 and some yards a game and oh. get 20 carries. Uh, you know we don't we don't need that because you know we have Josh Allen. You know, so, for sure. Uh, yeah, so that's basically the uh, situation. Those guys are just doing their job. I feel like, and they're doing it well because um, 
know, we have, excuse me, we have Josh who's going to throw the ball about 40 times a game. Um, and then you have uh, Moss and Singletary who are going to come in and get those few yards that we need and, and, and surprise the offense, or surprise the defense, excuse me, when, uh, you know, uh, they want to uh, maybe catch them off guard in, in whatever way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've, they've been doing a good job, I think, of uh, sticking to that game plan, too. You know, in the first six games, Josh Allen has 1,723 uh, passing yards already, 15 touchdowns, and only three interceptions, and a 64.8% completion percentage. That's uh, at the uh, at the end of the season, that's going to be, or he's, that, that means he's estimated to get around 5,000 <laughs> passing yards, 45 touchdowns, and 15 interceptions, which is insane. And then this, uh, going back on the running part, uh, as him being the leading rusher, right now he has 214 yards rushing on 44 carries and two touchdowns. Usually he's been averaging like eight rushing touchdowns a game, or not a game, a year. Uh, so that's, he's on track for that. But as a passer, like, they're definitely sticking to that game plan, and it's working out really well for him. Um, I guess to roll into the next question, uh, who has been a surprise player for you on the Bills or someone who's ex- either exceeded expectations for them or have been kind of bad? Um, as, far as, as far as exceeding expectations, I would say the rookie Greg Rousseau out of Miami. He's been, he's been really good. Uh, defensive end, um, he's, he uh, he filled in nicely, and he's made some big plays uh, throughout the uh, first half of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's been the biggest uh, surprise. I think he's only I think he's only 20 years old too, so um, a lot of potential and a lot of talent right there. Um, the biggest, uh, I think, the biggest uh, letdown I'd say mm-hmm. uh, the Bills season so far, and uh, I, I only say. I'd only put him in this category because um, he hasn't really uh, hit the stride that I feel like you know he can. Obviously, uh, so I'm talking about Stephon Diggs, and obviously he was you know one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver in the league last year. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So uh, this year he hasn't really gotten off to that start uh, because you know all eyes are on him, and every every uh, every uh, defense is gonna. Every defense is going to have their team around trying to Stop prevent him from having a big game. And that's so far that's worked, uh, but he's good enough to the point where he still can, um, you know, have uh, 40, 50, 60, 70 yard games and a touchdown. So um, he's still productive, but he isn't as productive as he was last year where he was having 100, 150, 200 plus yard games, you know, every other week, you know. So we're still waiting for that. And I know it's going to happen, but so far he's been the guy uh, that I've been, um, I guess, uh, for lack of a better word, disappointed in. Uh, but you know, I know he's going to be able to break out of the slump that he's having. And uh, for most guys, see, and the thing is, we're talking about Diggs here. And for most guys, you know, they're having decent years. For Diggs, it's a slump. So oh, I 100... that just tells you the, the caliber of guy that we're talking about here. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. I 100% agree with that. Honest. I mean, honestly, that wasn't even what I was thinking. I was almost going to think like. Uh, maybe Gabriel Davis as kind of the letdown, but that's a great point. Uh, I actually wrote down Diggs' stats so far. He has 37 receptions, uh, 
463 receiving yards and two touchdowns uh, going for uh, just through the six games of the year that if you go by like uh, the, the end of the season stats that's looking at maybe like six touchdowns uh, around 1200 or 1300 yards and uh, somewhere around uh, 90 receptions which is way way down from his last year production and I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for his last game versus the Titans, where he had, I think, over a hundred yards and two, okay. uh, one touchdown, uh, like he he wouldn't he would have yeah. been even worse off. But yeah, he's I think really, he hadn't cracked hundred yards in any other game before. That. Yeah, so that was that was really a a, a big surprise, I think, um, especially as a letdown. But I do agree. I think he will make a comeback, uh, especially because. I feel like he's th- th- their second half of their schedule is going to be a lot better for them. Maybe the the Bucks and the Saints have two better secondaries, but yeah. other than that, I I think Stefan's going to go off, and uh, they obviously are in a high passing offense. He's still built the Josh Allen's favorite target. I really feel like he's going to have a breakout second half, but I agree with you. After the first six games, he really has kind of been. Or even really the first five games, he's kind of been a letdown so far. Um, I would have to say my biggest surprise has been Dawson Knox. I mean, he's been so uh, productive, especially in the red zone for them. I think he has five or or six touchdowns already in the the season. He didn't have a great week one, but they have really have been heavily targeting him in the end zone, which is really nice to see. Um... And moving forward, after he uh, gets off the injury list for his broken hand, uh, I think he's going to come back and have a much bigger impact with the offense as well. Uh, hopefully get getting him more reps. And maybe they were doing that as a scheme or because maybe a guy like Gabriel Davis wasn't really living up to expectations. But yeah, I, I really do like him moving forward. And then I was also going to bring up uh, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, I, th- I think he's going to come on and have a decent uh, second half of the season too. I think he's really built a nice connection with Josh Allen so far, and uh, I'm excited to see what he has to do for the second half of the season. Um, okay, so those are all the Bills questions I had for you. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your fantasy team, uh, the Villains. Uh, your team is 7-0 and right now. Uh uh, what is the game plan, yep. or what was it? Uh, who, who are your three favorite players on the team? Uh, tell us like your strategy and how is how how is how's that going? Um, yeah, man, uh, seven and zero. Um, it kind of just came. It kind of came out of nowhere. I just really, um, well, I I I I I, I, uh, I decided to come at the the draft um, a little different this year. Um, I. I wanted to go after you know one of the one of the the, the top three running backs, mm-hmm. and I was able to I was able to get Henry. So I mean, number one running back right now. So. Yeah, so I was exactly so you know I was able to get Henry with like the fourth pick. Um, so you know you could just say I got lucky, and then everything else just kind of fell into place. Uh, but uh, I checked my I mean so I, yeah I mean I know it looks I know it looks pretty you know seven and zero oh, but. I checked my uh, I checked my stats and you know I don't want to take all the credit uh, but I, 
have uh, yeah, I have the second most points scored in the league, so I have 844 points as of as of this point. Uh, but I have the fewest points allowed in the whole league, so uh, basically people are just you know going up against me, you know laying an egg, and then I'm just uh, you know blowing them out of the water. You know? <laughs> so that's basically been you know what's been going on this year. But you know I, I you know um, I'll take it. Uh, but um, nah, man, it's been also I've been uh, I, I've made uh, some good pickups on the waiver wire as well too. So. Um, I picked up uh, Cordell Patterson like the second week off of uh, the waiver wire, mm-hmm. um, and he's you know blessed my lineup. He's put oh, up definitely. points every game uh, this year except week one when I didn't even have him. So you know, um, every week I'm looking forward to plugging him in as my uh, second running back beside with Henry. Uh, and then uh, I have. I had a, a Lamar Jackson as my quarterback, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, man, I love the way he plays the game uh, because if he doesn't, uh, he's the type of guy that if he doesn't do good, uh, if he doesn't do good uh, throwing the ball, you know, he can still do good with his legs and still go off for another 150 yards and then another couple touchdowns with his legs. You know what I mean? So it's almost having like it's almost having the guy that can play uh, two positions, running back and quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just a, it's a two for one right there. Uh, so that was definitely a good pickup. Uh, but for the rest of the way, um, I think uh, I'm just going to try to get, you know, that top seed for the playoffs. And uh, I'm just going to be keeping an eye out for the, the best matchups, you know, during those last uh, those last few weeks, the crunch time, you know, for, um, you know, uh, fantasy playoffs. Oh, definitely. And yeah. I, I'll, I'll say this too, uh, you're, you influenced me to go pick up Cordell, Patter- Cordell Patterson in another league and yeah. uh, gave me the, the confidence to start him too. Yes. So he's now, he's now starter in uh, another league of mine thanks to, thanks to your pickup. And uh, yeah. it, it, it has been a great pickup for me so far and he's been in the lineup ever since. Uh, what, I've heard, what I've heard is that a lot of people went no running back this year mm-hmm. because you know they fell out of the top, the top you know five or six where they weren't able to get those, those uh, you know the, the McCaffreys and the Henrys and and the, and the Cooks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of people went no running with Derrick Henry, and then after that, I didn't draft a running back until like the tenth round, and I ended up getting Ronald Jones, who's not even on my team anymore. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, I knew, I knew, I did the same thing last year because my draft was so bad. Uh, I had to hit the waiver wire for basically every position other than quarterback uh, because I had Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. And I was a last year, I think I got Swift and Robinson, you know, because they were rookies off the waiver wire. This mm-hmm. year, I basically took the same approach with Patterson. Um, and then I, yeah, so I was able to land him and then. I think I think you let go of Fournette, yeah. and I uh, yeah I took I, advantage I, of that. I, yeah, I scooped him up, and yeah, he's been he's been basically he's been you know, a, a W every week. I so. know, I feel so <laughs> dumb about that. Just a every, oh a my every god! Week, so thank you for that, Sam. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I uh, I I messed up that big time. I I already regret it. I did it that in like every league and. I feel really stupid afterwards because he he wasn't doing like that great, and then they just started giving him the ball like yeah. immediately after I left him, and 
his schedule's looking really nice, and yeah. trust me, I, I think they were just trying to figure out who they wanted to be their number one guy over there. You know, because yeah. they had they had Ronald Jones, they have Ronald Jones, they have Fournette, they had Gio Bernard, they had exactly. Some so they, you know, it was it was like who's gonna be the the breakout guy here, and then I guess after the first couple weeks, you know, they just ended up going with Fournette. I know. But I feel like Brady kind of. Brady kind of took his, his uh, foot off the gas a little bit and started uh, running the ball because the first couple weeks, I don't think they were running the ball too, too much, you know? No, they weren't. Yeah, they, they I mean, and why would, I don't blame them either. They have such a good, uh, such a great receiving core. Right, they, they have weapons everywhere. Exactly. So, but Lombardi Lenny is coming regular season Lenny and <laughs> did it right as, I, right as I dropped him. So that was a great pickup uh, for you. I oh, was yeah. really sad about that. That was you, baby. Let's go. I know exactly. <laughs> I got him in such a good round too. <laughs> I'm, I'm my mistake. So, anyways, yeah. yeah um. All right. Let, let's go on to those. Uh, those. Uh, who would you rather start? Questions for you. Let's do it. Uh, right now, uh, th- in this segment of the show, we're gonna throw out uh two names for uh, the four main positions, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. And Manny and I are going to say whether we would ra- who would we would rather start of these two players. And I kind of made them so that it's very even. Uh, they, they both, each player is kind of on the same level. And uh, yeah, it, sh- it should be a good segment. So uh, starting off with the quarterback, we have... Who would you rather start, Matthew Stafford versus the Texans or Jalen Hurts versus the Detroit Lions? Manny, you go first. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with Stafford. Uh, Stafford, I feel like he's going to pop off again. Uh, he's been absolutely on fire this whole year. Um, the Texans, another weak, uh, another weak defense. I feel like he's going to go off. Um but that's not to say that Hurts isn't going to go off. He's been he's been one of the more consistent uh, QBs all year. Mm-hmm. Um, it may he may not you know he may not have the best stat line, but he's able to he's able to produce uh, throwing the ball and, rushing, and with yeah. the rushing attack. You know, same like Lamar Jackson, um, and he's given you a few touchdowns in in, in uh, both categories. So. Um, I feel like that's still another uh, that's still another good pick, but I'm just gonna have to go with Stafford only because I feel like the matchup there is better. Uh, but because I do think that Detroit could give Philly uh, a tough matchup there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean that's why I made these questions. They're definitely difficult. Um, I have I have I actually have I own both of these quarterbacks uh, at different leagues, and I've been sitting Matthew Stafford mostly because I have Kyler Murray. But in this case, I would actually consider I would actually start Jalen Hurts. Um, not that Matthew Stafford is bad, like you said, or Jalen Hurts is bad this week because honestly, both of them are great matchups. But I would just go with Jalen because he's he's really kind of struggled the last two weeks. Maybe not in terms of fantasy, but like the stat lines haven't been there. They haven't really had a lot of confident playing, especially with his throwing. I just feel like this is a chance for him to, to get back in the game, throw a ton of passes, get Devontae Smith involved, uh, go their tight end a lot, just get the yards going, and uh, maybe put like one or two in with his legs. 
uh, rush for like 50 yards. So I'm really hoping that this is like a, a more confidence builder for the Phillies. I think they had a tough loss uh, this past weekend. I forget who they played, but I have a good feeling about Jalen Hurts. Not that Matthew Stafford is bad, but that is who I would pick. Next on the list, running back Cordell Patterson versus Carolina or running back Chubba Hubbard versus the Falcons. Manny, who you got? Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Cordell Patterson here. Um, I like Patterson because he's basically a running back that plays receiver. Um, and he's the main running back over there. Um, he gets he gets the touches in the red zone. Uh, he gets the most valuable touches there. So I feel like uh, he's the best matchup there. And you got Trouble Hubbard. Um, he's another good. He's another good. He's a decent option, uh, but he's basically a running back two, only the running back one because of uh, you know McCaffrey being out right now, right? So that's why I like uh, Patterson more. Um, I feel like uh, you know, like I said, you know, I can't I can't really get enough of Patterson this year. He's the fantasy. Uh, he's my fantasy sleeper. Um, he's gonna keep putting up double digit points every week. Uh, they're kind of limited over there um, in in, um, in options mm-hmm. as far as you know receivers or running backs and, and weapons. Uh, and I feel like he's one of the better options that they that they have and can utilize in their offense. No, I, I have to actually uh, agree with you on that. Uh, not that I don't like Chubba Hubbard. I, I am starting him in another league, but that's just because we're low on options. Mm-hmm. But uh, not that I don't like him because he is going to get the full load. But I do agree you should start Cordell Patterson, especially in a PPR league where receptions really matter. He's going to get you like seven receptions, I think. And he's, I think this is going to be a good matchup where he's going to get you a solid, like, I'm going to say, I guess like 16 points. I have a good yeah. feeling about Cordell Patterson this weekend. I think he gets a tug. And uh, I, I think he will outperform Chubba Hubbard this weekend. Um, I, okay, next one. This is going to be a fun one. Uh Wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders versus the Dolphins, or wide receiver Antonio Brown versus the New Orleans Saints. Who do you have, Manny? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, this is a good one, uh, but I think I'm gonna have to go with Sanders here. Uh, I thought you. I thought you Sanders. Would. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Sanders. I, I don't want to be. A, I hate to be a homer <sighs> here, but um, I feel like I feel like you know Josh Allen and the Bills are gonna come out hot this week. Uh, they're real upset about you know taking that loss to the Titans. So mm-hmm. um, I think uh, this is almost like a revenge game, and they already they already took it to the Dolphins. You know, in the first couple uh, weeks of the season, I feel like um, this is gonna be um, the same thing. I feel like they might even put up more points. There's so many options in that Buffalo offense, but um, Sanders has been uh, one of the uh, one of the deep ball targets, one of the favorable deep deep ball targets. I think. Um, you know, with Diggs not, you know, producing as 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 uh, as much as he as we're used to him, as seeing him produce, I feel like um, you know Sanders has taken that role as uh, running back one, uh, so to say, at this point. So I feel like it's going to be more of the same, and I think him, Diggs, and uh, maybe maybe even uh, Beasley. I think all three of those guys probably get a, a touchdown uh, this week against the Dolphins. I would not be surprised. I mean, I, I really do feel like the Bills have are going to have the mentality after losing to the Titans yeah. on such a lot, like, I don't, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Just like, it was, 
losing because of Josh Allen couldn't get one yard of rushing. Exactly. That's like literally the reason they lost. And if, if you would have asked them like, okay, we'll give you the game if you can just get one yard. I don't know that you could run a different play, especially for the, the Bills. And I, I think that loss and the way they lost is going to really motivate them to really try to rip the Dolphins a new a new one yeah. this weekend. Yeah. And I, I do feel like Emmanuel Sanders is going to go off. But at the same time, this is why I love this question. I think Antonio Brown is also going to have a, a really big game uh, versus the Saints. So I'm actually going to go with Antonio Brown, even though I do really like Sanders. I think Antonio, when he has started and when he has been uh, playable for the, the Bucks, he has gone off. He's been getting like I think like eight or seven or eight receptions for over 100 yards he was and that's part of the problem is he keeps on getting injured and I don't know why (laughs) like I never see any information it's just like oh he's out this week because like I don't even know why he's out but he he was out last week he should play again it's I think he's questionable right now but if he does end up playing I think uh Marshawn Lattimore the Cornerback for the Saints covers Mike Evans as usual. Uh, Chris Gonwell will, will be covered by, I forget the other guy, but Antonio Brown will probably get like rookie coverage and he's been getting that basically every game. So I, I think if on those terms, um, I, I think if he does play, he, he'll do well. But I, I think honestly, either one, they're, they're both going to do well. But I, I feel like I have to start Antonio Brown. Uh, for this one last question uh or t- position tight end cj uh who's he no i forget his actual la- i i should have wrote down his last name but the tight Anoha. okay Anoha and uh or t- the dallas ozoma ozoma not sure how I messed that up that bad, but uh, anyway, the bang- so basically the Bengals tight end CJ or the Dallas Cowboys tight end Dallas Sh- or yeah Dallas Schultz versus the Vikings. Who who you got? I'm gonna go with uh, Schultz. Uh, that's a good matchup um, against the Vikings. I feel like that's gonna be a shootout uh, from start to finish. Um, I like uh, Kirk Cousins on this on the other side of the ball too. So. Um, I think uh, Schultz has a good matchup there. Um, you know, that's a that's a pass-heavy offense. Um, the thing about the thing about CJ, uh, well, I didn't even know who that guy was to be honest. With you. So <laughs> I saw that he put up like 25 points uh, the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think the thing about that guy is he's too uh, too touchdown dependent. Uh-huh. Um, that that scares me as far as the uh, tight end the tight end position. Um, especially because there are only you know two or three guys who are producing, uh, who are producing um, on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. you know, week to week, um, and, you know, and, and 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 those guys aren't CJ. So you know what, I'm gonna have to pass on that guy and go with Dallas uh, Schultz for this week against the Vikings. I definitely agree with you a hundred percent. CJ has, even though he ha- he has been touchdown dependent, which actually I usually like, but seeing as how he had such a big game this last weekend. I feel like he's going to cool off, maybe have like four points. He just hasn't been getting the receptions that a guy like Dallas Schultz has been getting. He's been getting like six or seven a game. CJ's only been getting like two or three a game. 
So, and just based on that, and also Dallas has been, uh, Schultz has been getting uh, a lot of red zone looks too. So I, I think if you're going based off of um, not only his connection and uh, I guess the percentage of uh, targets that he, the target share he has, Dallas is going to be the guy I think you want to start. And uh, yep. even though CJ's been hot, I think uh, Dallas is the guy to start this weekend. Uh, so Manny, that was the last question I had for you. Uh, thank you for being on the show. Do you have anything else you oh, want to yeah. add? Uh, no, man. Uh, no. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe let me ask you about your Steelers. How do you feel the rest of the way, bro? How do you feel about the season? I'm feeling a little bit inconsistent. I mean, we, uh, we beat the Bills week one, which was a great win. And then we go on and lose to the Raiders. And then we... It's just been like... I don't even know what we're doing anymore. It's just... And the, I'm kind of glad that... not, not I'm not glad that you just hurt, but... I'm just like... At, at least we're trying to like figure out what we are and... For some reason, we haven't been able to get with the offense, and then our defense has been kind of just injury prone and just three. I mean, three and three is okay, but I would like to see a lot better from them. It's gonna be a really tough division that they're in. I, I, I don't know if they're. I mean, before this before the season started, people were saying that they were probably gonna lose. I was like, oh no way, but now I'm, now it's like a serious thing like oh wow we actually might be the worst team in this division which honestly right now we are the worst team in this division the yeah. nfc or afc west or e- north no east afc east I, I, I think so it's not looking good for us um if i had to say what where i want to be with ben probably yeah. somewhere else but you know what he's the only guy we have so far i just hope that we get it all together by the end of the season and hope that we have a chance to make the playoffs because that's the most important thing when yep. it comes to uh, Steeler football is making the, the playoffs and then making something happen. So. One more question, though. Um, since he's on my team, how do you feel about uh, Claypool moving forward, though? Because he's been he's been pretty he's been pretty uh, disappointing, you know, since oh, yeah. this week. No, no, you're right about that. I, I do think... Uh, Claypool has definitely improved a lot, and I think Juju not being there uh, is going to help him moving forward. I I for sure think so. Deontay right now is, at least to me, the wide receiver one on the Steelers, Steelers that you want to own and that you want to start. But Claypool is supposed to be their guy down the road. Uh, he's supposed to be getting better each week. I think by the end of the season, they'll they'll figure out that he he can be a reliable guy. But he has to make those plays. He, he's got to come up and uh, produce for them. And, I mean, at the beginning of the season, he really hasn't. But maybe that's just a slow start. I'm really hoping to see a lot more from him. I uh, don't really have his stats offhand, but uh, I don't. I think he only has, like, three touchdowns. So I'd like to see uh, just at least a little bit more maybe end zone production from him. But, yeah, I, I think they could look into getting him involved more. If I had to do anything, uh, uh, probably I, I consider flexing him depending on like how deep your league is. If you're in like a 12 team yeah. league, then I probably, I probably would flex him or deep. If you're in a 12 league or deeper, I'd flex him out. But if you're in like 
a 10, I'd probably just sit and wait on him and see how he does and probably put in somebody I'm more confident in. But yeah, moving forward, I would just, I'd definitely stash him on your bench, but I'm not looking to start him, I, I don't think. Um, yeah, that's how I've thought about him the whole year. Mm -hmm. So I hope looking up for him, but right now, probably not going to start him. All right, Manny, thanks for being on the show. Right, I really yeah, appreciate it. Me, bro. Appreciate it. If you have any questions or comments about fantasy football or this episode, feel free to contact me at Bullseye Fantasy on Twitter or Instagram or email me at bullseyefantasy1 at gmail.com. Thanks. Peace.